Yo, guess who's back? We are back with another banger on the 4th of August. It's been two days since since the beginning of trade deadline, and it feels like the NBA landscape is completely different already. You know what I'm saying? I got Rahul with me. I got Harshan with me. What it do? What it do, baby? So, yeah, trade deadline is underway. The NBA draft happens, happened. Um, we got to react to all that. We got we got a lot to talk about today and we want to keep it within 30 minutes. So let's just get right into it. Um, I guess let's just go sequentially. So the draft, um, the Raptors selected Scotty Barnes, uh, contrary to popular opinion, I guess everybody wanted Suggs. Um, I was sitting in the barbershop when it happened and everybody was just going nuts because we passed on Suggs. So I think everybody in their mind had their mind and, and their hopes set on Suggs and I guess they were disappointed. But honestly, I haven't been keeping up with College Hoops much. So I'm just going to I'm just going to let just, just just hand it over to you guys to talk about what you guys thought of the draft in general. I heard it was a very strong draft, a very deep draft. Some people compared compared it to the old three drafts, especially at the top with Cade and guys like that and Jalen Green. So talk about it. React to it. Tell me what y'all thought about the Raptors selections and just overall the draft. Who were the winners, losers? Harshan, I'll let you start off. Okay, so <laughs> what so what I heard was the main reason why the Raptors didn't draft Jalen Suggs is he didn't have a good workout with the Raptors. My take on that is if someone doesn't want to play for a team, don't have him on the team. Because then they're gonna come and just, you know, ruin a few years of you know our our you know our team. And so like I'd rather him not play for the Raptors if he doesn't want to be here instead of you know having us having him for a few years of like some half-assed play and then he leaves us so having a player that wants a player and like here's the thing i understand jillian Suggs is a dog he's gonna do well all this stuff if he's you know gonna come and deteriorate our, our team you know team morale and team ethic like screw him like i don't want him here like i'd rather someone like scotty barnes who was amped completely amped to be drafted to the raptors that's what you want. Someone who's gonna come and put in work all all day, every day, hopefully, and you know show up. And it's clear that you know I again I trust Masai. At the same time, I'm so scared that Masai is gonna leave us. At the same time, I trust Masai. So I, I want to see you know how this works out. Um, the Raptors, you know, we 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 signed Gary Trent Jr. Um, to go alongside Freddie. So I really like Gary Trent Jr. He's young. He's 22. You know, his ceiling is high. As long as we you know you know use them to our advantage and you know this young play and i think the raptors aren't raptors aren't done making moves they you know they waved aaron baines thank god <laughs> thank god they waved aaron baines i'm 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 irate right now because of that but at the same time i was just like you know what let it be draft picks are hit or miss you know not every first round first pick is the best kate cunningham and has you know hopefully he's gonna probably live up to his height in detroit but at the same time like Everyone after that, you know, there's no guarantees, you know, of, of how well they're going to do. Yes, the top four this year was supposed to be like the the go-to, but, um, you know, we've seen super, superstars come out of any draft, you know, any draft pick. So I'm excited. He's young. This is a strong draft. So the fact that the Raps even got to pick top four was, you know, even better for us, I'd say. So um, we weren't even that with a weak team last season. So to add the assets of these young drafts, is, it's going to be amazing. I'm excited. Well, going back to uh, him having a bad workout, why do Americans still think Toronto is like a third world country? 
<laughs> like, why don't they want to play for Toronto? I mean, we won a finals. Um, every player that comes out of here says it's a great city, great franchise. It's not like they have bad things to say about like the franchise. Even our fans. I mean, the only shame on our fans, I guess, would have to be that time we boot like cheered when Katie got hurt. But dude, it's stressful times. It's whatever. It's all down the drain. But we got. Crazy fans, crazy city. I, I don't get it. What are these players looking for? Why don't they want to play for the Raptors? And, like, look at all the experience of guys we have. They're still young, but they're experienced. They've been to the finals. They've been to multiple playoffs. I think what last year was in a long time was the only time Raptors didn't make a playoffs. So I, I don't I don't get this. Americans, just, I don't get it. Um, I mean, like, you grew up in what St. Louis or somewhere like that, and you're talking shit about Toronto. Just come, come take a look around, and then go back, and then let me know how you feel. <laughs> I'm just, you know, like it just doesn't make sense. So that really bothers me, um, because you know the Raptors are doing everything right, but even after that, it's like players don't want to come play here. And Raptors I don't signing think it's necessarily like him not want i don't think he like botched it purposely i think he just had a shitty workout in general too because i heard other teams also felt like he had weak workouts like i doubt that he really cared whether he went fourth or fifth because you're choosing between orlando which has been a poor franchise for years and toronto that just came off a championship two years ago he just didn't like i don't think he impressed Masai, and i think that was it and i think I think Masai still knew that Suggs off the gate could be a rookie of the year candidate as soon as he hits the floor because he's 22, which is something I didn't know pre-draft. He's more ready for the NBA, whereas Scotty Barnes is 19. So he's more of like a project. So with Suggs, I think the floor is higher than with Scotty Barnes, but the ceiling, as far as Masai and Bobby Webster might be concerned, they feel like Barnes has a higher ceiling and they're betting that in four or five years Barnes is going to be the better player I think that's why they took him because they just feel like he's going to be like he's perfect for today's NBA because he's like a Swiss army knife I think what he lacks right now is scoring and that's what Jalen Suggs was going to give you and I think I was surprised even if he had a shitty workout it was weird because with Kyle Lowry leaving you'd expect that we what we could have used the draft for is to fill in like a guard spot especially as a scorer and I guess they felt like Freddie can handle that, and maybe Malachi with Freddie as his back, uh, with uh, Malachi as Freddie's backup. So they didn't draft him. But I, I'm starting to like warm up to the pick now. I don't know about you guys, but I like this kid because I like his energy so far. Like I don't know if you guys got to see some of the videos, him and um our other guy Delano Banton, the Rexdale man. Like they they were practicing how to talk in local and stuff like that. And Banton was like, yo, 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 say Wagwan. So he'd say it back because he has a Jamaican background too. So I think like it, like he fits right in with the culture of the team, the culture of the city. He He's a winner. Like he's a selfless player, it seems like, and he's young. I think he fits right in because like this is the type of players we're looking for. Like 6'9", 6'10", like versatile wings that can defend. Like that's our identity. So I think that's what Masai went with. And I think it's going to turn out to be a good pick. Oh, yeah. Well, like uh, you said, it's all about the upside, right? Yeah. So, I Raptors mean, we're gonna, need we're someone who has a greater upside. Yeah, we're going to benefit for sure. It's not going to be... Um, yeah. 
it's not gonna be like I, I I don't think any of these picks are bust by any means. I think. What I do think... you guys think about Cade though? What do you guys think about the first? Because yo, I'm hearing a lot of comparisons to Luca in terms of his frame. He's six foot eight, can score the ball from anywhere. Really good playmaker. I think that they said the only weakness he has is like a high turnover rate, which is fine. But like, he might be crazy. Like, I, I haven't heard a lot of buzz. Like, it wasn't like the way it was with Ja and Zion and the trade draft with Luca and stuff like that. But maybe because of COVID. But I'm hearing like, yo, this guy's drawing real comparisons to Luca, like his play style. I think the Luca comparison is it's. It's easy because of like you said the frame, the playmaking and everything, but we gotta remember Luca's IQ is like through the roof. Just look at the Olympics, what this man is doing, and he's been doing this for a, a lot longer time, in like pro- professionally taking like you know bigger hits from like what thirty year old men and stuff while these guys are in college, bumping with uh, some skinny men's. So it's like a whole different game and. That's where the comparison kind of fails for me, because like Luca was already like his IQ is on another level. He's already used to playing with bigger people. So like he said, when he came to the NBA, he's like the NBA is. I don't don't I'm not coin this exactly, but he was like the NBA is easier to play compared to the European league. So I can't draw the comparison there, but yeah, I guess you know in terms of frame and play style, sure. But I think he's gonna be miles away from Luca, at least for a couple of years. Yeah, it might take time to develop still. I don't know. Like, from what from what I've seen, like, he's impressed me so far. Like, clearly he was the best player in the draft as far as what I saw. So, I'm I'm interested to see, like, what de- how Detroit deals with Detroit. it. My, my thing is, like, I don't even think, like, he's going to fucking stay. Detroit is, like, where no. you go to end your career or to end your prime. Like, that's not where you want to be playing your best basketball, especially for Dwayne Casey. No disrespect. Like, bro. He's not the best guy to develop your offensive game with. He's just not. He's a defensive coach, and he's not a great one at that either. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to stay in Detroit, but I think Detroit's got a good one. Like he, I think he can be a franchise player from what I've seen. Um, yeah, it's not fair to compare anybody to Luka just because of Luka came in with experience in like the second toughest league in the world already. So it's not really fair. I think what's interesting though is like speaking of like coming in with experience in like other than college, Jalen Green chose G League over college. So I want to see if that helps him in the league. Like having G League experience, I don't know if that is going to be a route that more people take in the future. But it'd be interesting to see. Interesting, interesting to see like if he's actually developed more of a game in the G League than he would have in college. But yeah. That's another guy. Um, Yo, it's interesting you bring that up because, like, look at Lamelo. He he had a pretty well season too, and he played a year in Australia. Yeah, yeah right. That's so, true. Like, it it's making the league way more interesting. That's for sure. Having players come from different uh, backgrounds and seeing how they perform and yeah, I I like G League because players get paid. Exactly, exactly. I think yeah, that's a big part of it. Like even the, even though the salaries aren't much like it's better than college so i think i think it's good like a lot more players are going to choose to do that like there's a there's a couple of big names in the next year's draft that are already being mentioned with like like choosing the g league like imani bates and stuff like that some of the big names they might go ahead and go to the g league instead of go to college which is like unconventional 
But shit, I mean, it's worked for a lot of the players like Lamelo, Luca, um, a bunch of other guys. Jalen Green, we'll see. But yeah, it was an interesting draft. Let's see, let's see how it goes. Uh, I'm already excited. Summer league's already underway, so maybe we'll get a glimpse of some of our draft picks and maybe Cade and some of the big names too. All right. Yo, uh, uh, before we move on, just a quick yeah, fun yeah. fact. So just off Forbes magazine, quick Google search: G League salary mm-hmm. average is 35k. Yeah, it's not much. But you that's, can't, you that's can't even still, make ends meet, dude. That's still significant. A lot of places in the uh, USA, thirty-five k. I mean, yeah, for like a college kid, that's a lot of money for sure. But like a lot of G League players did, it, like G League is not really filled up with college athletes. Like it's really filled up with players that are trying to make the league, that are like well into their careers, and that just haven't broken through. So most of the G League players have second jobs. Like, because they're trying to make it in basketball, but they haven't, like, you know. 100%, been focused, but you know it'd be I mean? nice to see the G League filled with some younger players and older players. That'd be sick. That'd be sick. You know? and But, yeah. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Because the competition just... will get better. The competition will be better, and that would make it more, like, appealing for more players to be like, all right, yo, it seems like the level of competition here is, like, what I need to get better. And then they'll, you know, more players yeah, will come and like, play, so... I'd be down to watch some G League games if we got prospects. Like, right now, I don't care about college players and, like, their workouts and everything because just I want to boycott the NCAA, man, like, what these guys <laughs> yeah, are doing. So, yeah. so, yeah, it'd be pretty cool. All right, all right. Um, moving on from the draft, let's talk a little bit about free agency, which has been wild juicy. for, like, what, the past three days? Very juicy. Like, I don't know where to begin. Like, I was just trying to keep up with – Fucking Woj and Shams tweeting all day. You know what I'm saying? Shams out tweeting Woj and Woj out tweeting Shams. You know what I'm saying? That was like a war in itself. But, um, like, I don't know what teams to begin with. Like, some teams, like, before we started recording, Harshan was saying Miami got the best facelift out of, out of, so far out of the entire trade deadline. So, maybe we'll start there. Harshan, you want to chime in on Miami and their additions? I mean... Of the Groat <sighs> and others? <laughs> I mean, Miami looks like, you know, as much as they're not the best team in the East, they've probably had the best face stuff. They knew that, you know, Booty. a first round, going from a finalist team to a first round exit isn't the best look for sure. So to add, you know, Kyle Lowry, to add, you know, re-sign Old Depot, to add P.G. Tucker, you know, they're, they're, they're adding quality players. They may be veterans, but at the same time, I think they've added these these players that, you know, missing their holes. They're, you know, I think the guard presence... Um, on the Heat wasn't the greatest. Um, you know, Tyler Hero, you know, Kendrick Nunn, these guys are young guards that they relied on too much, and it showed. So I'm excited because, you know, they're, they're a team I don't hate. You gotta love Kyle, man. Kyle's a guy. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm excited to see how, the, you know, Jimmy, Kyle, these guys are treated. My biggest thing was why, how did Jimmy get the bag? Jimmy got a $170 million extension. I'm like, dude's like 32, 33, whatever he is. I'm like, he's not, he's not a top, you know, he's a, don't get me wrong. He's an all-star, he's an elite, like he's a good defender, don't get me wrong. But I don't understand why Miami, you know, know, went all in on this team. You know what? You know what? He's not the only one. There's so many vets now that for some reason, teams are just throwing the bag. Like Chris Ball got a bag too. But with Jimmy in his last year of his contract, when he's like 37 or something, He's getting fifty million a year for his washed but up ass. He's probably like not even going to be. It's going to still be easy to move that contract though. We're 
We're looking at the be. numbers right now, but like four years from now, fifty mil could be not too bad. Which is nah, well bro, to say. That's always gonna be overpaid, no matter where <laughs> especially for Jimmy Butler for a player who's declining, well, like it's gonna get worse, right? Well, okay, here's my thing. Jimmy's he's like what the LeBron, Heat embody, right? Story. He's their face yeah. of their franchise. Everything Jimmy does is like what the Heat want. You work hard, you show up, and that's it. Okay? Yeah. So he does that. And uh, he's, he's gelling well with the team, and he's being their leader. So I think that's what he got paid. And it says Max Steele, but he didn't get Steph's $215 million, Right? So... But that, yeah, that was like a super max, right? Or something yeah, like that. Yeah, right? So... Yeah. I mean, I think Steph still deserved that money. I mean, it's Steph... Steph, yeah, I think the I mean, Steph's still going to be the greatest the shooter of all Steph time. Going, yeah, after the, the season Steph had, like an MVP level season, you know what, you know what that team he had, that team was garbage. I'm be honest with you. After Steph, Yo. that team was yeah. garbage. So he for, deserved it. He deserved that bag. I think if Steph's doing that at 33, like he's still going to do that for at least at least two three years. And so, that's more of like a thank you type of contract. Like, yo, we, you've given us more than 250 million worth of if like, revenue winning. Of revenue, so, yeah. <laughs> this is this is just a thank you, like kind of what yeah. D-Wig got at the end of his career. Pat Riley is known to be a loyal guy, so I'm not surprised Pat Pat Riley threw the bag at uh, at Jimmy the way he's done before with 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 D Wade and guys like that he likes, like homegrown, like drafted type players or players like he loves Jimmy Butler, obviously. Um, but let's see. I don't know if this locks them up for the future because Kyle Lowry is also getting older. I don't know as much of a big name Kyle Lowry is a champion, six seven time All Star, really good, like the greatest Raptor of all time. I, I can't say enough about him. How much does he really raise the ceiling though? Does it does it take them over the top as a contender? I'm not sure because not only did they pay Jimmy, they paid Duncan Robinson a hell of a lot of money, and he well, didn't do much in the playoffs last year. Well, again, I'm gonna bring this up: ninety million for five years. That's a lot. No, wasn't it like a hundred or something? No, it's remember. it's ninety for five. Yeah, that's not that's so, not a lot now. I went look at these contracts; they're so inflated. Um, yeah, I feel like that is a lot for someone who's probably going to be your third or fourth option behind Bam, behind Kyle Lowry, behind Jimmy, and maybe behind Tyler. I, actually, Tyler's probably your six six man now. But see, still, I don't I don't think it's mean? a lot, man, because shooting shooters get paid, and he's a great shooter, and I think that's why he's getting. Than 90 mil and because like look at the league how many people are actually good shooters like we say like that guy can shoot threes but when you look at the percentage it's just like around average duncan robinson was actually shooting a ridiculous amount and putting up good percentages and i think that's part of why he gets paid because there's not a lot there's not a lot of good shooters out there man when you actually boil it down we hype up and it's like oh it's a three-point shooting league but when you look at the percentages some of these guys are ass doo cheeks and should not be shooting at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I, I think he got the paid highest for a non uh, undrafted player. Like that was the biggest contract ever. So yeah, it was five years, ninety million. So overall, boys. Crazy. Overall, this Heat team is gonna be fun to watch next year. Um, I think they will be. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think look, they got. My, my point they... is just like he averaged thirteen points a game last year. <laughs> so to get paid ninety million over five years. I don't know, man. Like, Mikel Bridges then demands around $100 million for the same amount of length. Because, in my opinion, he's just as good of a shooter and he's a better defender. So, if he if he's probably going to get around that ballpark too, then everybody's going to get start getting paid. So, I feel like 
okay, don't know but, if overpaid but, is the right word, but the market well, is really But inflated. we're just looking at overpaid. You got to remember, the this is a nice trade piece for the future too, that you can just throw in Duncan Robinson to make numbers Maybe. match. I think that's why they paid him a little bit extra. Like, Akush, how much would you actually pay him for five years? Jeez. Uh, okay, so I'd probably go... Okay, so... F- let me think. I'd probably go 70. What about I'd you, pay him like 15 million a year. Um, so I think they wanted they wanted Duncan for sure. If they're giving him ninety million, I was into, I was actually surprised that a lot of these contracts these youngins were getting. Um, Duncan, I'd probably give something like yeah, five year eighty. I wouldn't give him like sixty million years like a lot for for what he is and his worth in the squad. But he is a shooter. He you know he's he's he is what he is for the team and. Um, okay, but we're talking about billion dollar franchises. You guys are arguing about twenty mil or five years. You yeah, know, like it's kind of like small thinking, the grand scheme of things. I understand the but Jimmy it Butler. Adds up, though. It adds up, yeah, because like it's not just one player. They're gonna have to do that with every player, so but, that's gonna add up. Question, right? What I'm trying to say is like two, three mil is whatever in the grand scheme of things. But Jimmy Butler, I agree with you guys. That's 184 is a lot. But someone Duncan Robinson, we're fighting for pennies. To All right, honest. but look at it this way. Look, that's, way you need two players already that are slightly overpaid. Let's add Kyle Lowry because he got three for 90. Is he worth 30 million a year at 34, 35? Is he? That's no. a lot paid. But what I'm trying to say is Duncan Robinson is a lot younger. And at 90 mil, that's a, still a trade piece. Trying to trade 30 mil a year, that's It's not difficult. that easy, bro. It's not that easy. Like, you, you got to dump his contract to some team. And even if he's a trade asset, what you're going to get back is not going to be that good. If, oh, if whenever you, you trade someone and you get pennies him. for the dollar. Right? That's like pretty know. much it's gonna almost every trade. I think well, they're yeah. betting on the fact that they don't have to trade him and that he ends up becoming like a Clay Thompson type player, like maybe the most elite shooter in the league. Because Joe it, Harris. You know, he's already twenty six. He's already twenty six. Joe Harris. Clay is the best player in the league right now. I'm just kidding. But he's the <laughs> no bricks favorite. <laughs> yeah, facts. Everybody loves so he, Clay. We could Clay there's this three hundred mil contract right now. Yeah, he's his loyalty is like Speaking of loyalty, bro, what's Dame gonna do? Because Portland hasn't done jack shit in this entire <laughs> Portland, bro, fucking off season. Portland, I mean, he needs he, to get the fuck out. Argue, Somebody check on Dame, bro. To argue if Raptors didn't have draft picks, we wouldn't. We haven't done much either. I was a little disappointed, but yeah, going I back mean, to Sam Portland, Decker. Are you kidding me? Like Sam Decker, bro. we lost Kyle Lowry, but we got Sam Decker. Yo, like Sam pretty Decker much signing, I'm like, fixes everything. What? But um, <laughs> back to Portland. Yo, Portland, I have no idea what they're doing because. They haven't made a single move. There was rumors that the Raptors are trying bro. to acquire, acquire Dame. I'm like, why and for who and who would we give up and what are we what are we moving around? Yo, there was rumors. I think the Raptors though, like even though they didn't do anything, I think Masai was making a lot of calls because Pascal Siakam apparently, uh, him and Sacramento like were very heavily oh, like, trade them, trade them right now. You know, because yo, Siakam we could get a lot of good players. They, like, they move Siakam, what if they I'm give us Halliburton? Halliburton? Like Halliburton, Halliburton or, or Fox. like I'm down. Yep. Or I think that they would be like a Halliburton plus Marvin Bagley type deal for Siakam. I'm I down. think that's fair. Do it. I'm down. Do it. Pull, pull the trigger. I don't want Siakam here. I'm sorry. I think I that know, he's... Yeah. I don't know. He's... You know what's going to happen? We're going to have a... Like, no offense to Kyle and DeMar, but we're going to have Kyle and DeMar complex with Freddie and Siakam if this happens. Where, you know, we're going to rely on these two to take us to the playoffs, get disappointed every season because they're not superstar caliber players. Nah, I, are I don't they a think playoff so team fan. as currently constructed? Though I don't even think they can make the playoffs. With the current oh, yeah. team, with the, the current team, yeah, they can't make the playoffs. Right I now. think they can make the playoffs if they're healthy. Last uh, season actually, we had health issues. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You, 
Okay, let's let's look at the East now. You got the Bucks, the Sixers, the Nets. That's already three teams. Heat fourth, Hawk fifth. Then you got the Bulls in sixth. Knicks. Don't forget about the Knicks. The Knicks are seventh. I mean, okay, we can talk about the Knicks in a bit because the that Kemba Walker trade. Pacers, the rest Pacers, Nick fans. Pacers died Pacers when are they. Usually in the mix. Pacers die when they fire Nick McMillan. I'm sorry. Charlotte is always going to be in the mix if Lamelo makes another big You're jump in, in his second year. You're in the playing tournament as the Raptors. Well, I don't even know if they're going to have a playing tournament, so they might just flat out miss the playoffs. I mean, they better have the playing tournament. That was like one of the best things. Part of the that was the best thing for the Raptors, bro. We ended up in the lottery and got the fourth pick. Like <laughs> yeah, that man. was a we blessing. Were, we were what ten seed. Yeah, we were ten yeah. seed. No. Oh, no, yeah, we're, we were more than that actually. I think. I think we were. No, like we were eleventh. We didn't. We weren't even in the play-in. No, no, no. So we'd be twelfth because eleventh would be a play-in seed. So we were twelfth or thirteenth. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, we were pretty damn bad. Okay. Still. So it would have to be OG taking a big leap next year. Siakam who won't because he has surgery in the offseason, so he hasn't had any time to actually work on his game. Fred's gonna have to carry a Dude, big load. Like, where's the scorers? Anyways. There's no scoring on our team. Nothing. Fucking precious Ochoa. That's what's gonna happen. And Goran Dragic, that's that's our bench. <laughs> like, what do we have of the? Like, so we don't you, have so a squad that's gonna. You're make saying the get rid of Siakam, but then what's the point of having the rebuild contract? Rebuild, just get get it. Like, I don't know. I mean, I think Freddie could still work on this team. I I don't think Siakam because Freddie doesn't need to like handle as much of a scoring load, but because Siakam is supposed to be that guy, but I don't think Siakam can be that guy. I think Freddie can work with other players if we bring other players in. I just don't think Siakam can get it done. I don't know. We need to bring a superstar in. We need like a Dame or Bradley Beal or something like that to actually contend. Like then we can be really. But yo, good. if you're if you're a Dame, why why would you say yes to? Okay, so Portland's not gonna trade Dame without Dame's consent. Dame ain't gonna be like trade me to the Raptors if he's coming from Portland. That's the thing. Like, where the hell would he even want to? Because so, he's the type of guy to like be like, no, I'm gonna wait, make it work here till the very end. So he's never gonna be like, can you send me here because I have a better yeah. chance. That's of the thing. I, like, I don't he's understand. All about loyalty. I don't understand how we they would we can get Dame here. <laughs> he's better off in Portland. I don't so. think he's gonna come here. No, but he's going to Philly. Unless unless Masai unless Masai goes God tier and pulls Dame and plus another All Star here, like I I don't know how else it would work. Um. There's here's the thing. I don't know if we've said something, but Masai's on the move. He's going out. Like Kawhi hasn't signed his contract yet, so like there, there's there's still like all these you know these variables uh, left in the free agent. Although there's most likely Kawhi's going to resign. I'm just saying there's all these variables still left. Um, in two days, you, all the good free agents are already gone. Like they've already signed. Like we didn't even talk about Chicago. Like let's Chicago talk about Chicago. A lot better. Let's talk about Chicago. Let's <laughs> talk about it. I mean, Chicago's kind of. Weird. They're, they're kind of like the Lakers syndrome, where like, where's the shooters at? Um, defense. Besides, like, Zach where's Levine. The, where's the defense at, bro? <laughs> that too. That's the thing. Where's the defense and, like, at, bro? Vucevic is empty stats, so like now you just made him more empty stats. Oh. Um, <laughs> All the Vucevic fans are crying, bro. Why are you guys? I, I do like the DeRozan, uh, because they did. They needed another. It's a good. He's a solid vet to add to that team. They, yeah, he's, he can play. He's you know what? Since he's been on the Spurs, he's added his playmaking skills, which is a great mm-hmm. asset to this team. Um, although Lonzo's there too, so we'll see. But Again, yo, you're basically betting on Lonzo Ball to become like your star alongside Zach Levine. I think. I mean, I think it's like I don't know if like he's expected to be a star, but I think he's a good fit there. I, I 
I think he's he's a good compliment for DeRozan and for uh, Zach Levine because he can actually defend. So Zach Levine's no longer going to be asked to like guard their team's best player. Uh, it's going to be Lonzo doing that now. And DeRozan is a pretty good fil- facilitator in the half court too. So he can push the ball and he can pass it to open shooters. They got a bunch of good shooters too, and then they got Vucevic inside. I think they could they could be pretty decent. They could get sneak into the playoffs. Like I feel like they're pretty. I think they're on the, like the Knicks level now, or Charlotte, or you know maybe even the Hawks. Like it depends on how hard they try. But Patrick Williams, for, like people forget how good this kid is. This kid is really good, and he can be a top five big man in the NBA. I actually think he has that talent because he's already one of the best defenders in the NBA as far as a big man and then he's his 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 uh his low post game is is getting better so i think they have a really good squad larry markin is still there uh he's just been injured but they got a bunch of good players is any part of the signing trade oh did he did he guess uh, did he uh go go to the spurs harsh you gotta correct me on that one i don't know the details let me check check kush please i'll check (laughs) But going on to the Knicks, because you brought them up, what the fuck are they doing? Signing Kemba and Evan Fournier? Oh, yo, the this Knicks. This is like a repeat of like the Celtics uh, roster minus uh, Tatum and Brown. They, they made some... No one, it's clear that no one who someone wants to play for the... I'm, no offense to Derrick Rose, but no one who someone wants to come to the Knicks and play for them because I'm like Kemba, Fournier... Like these are the 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 I guess the, the individuals they can only get to come there because man I I don't trust Kemba at all <laughs> like I'm sorry like Kemba's like, useless he's he's so gonna it was Thad Young just interrupt it was Thad Young okay that, that flipped over okay oh okay so Bulls yeah, okay Bulls are pretty solid. good I yeah. I agree with you there I might even put them higher than Knicks then because we're just talking about the Knicks and they got Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier. <sighs> thing is yo Kemba can still hoop like he can uh, still hoop but not uh, on a cush not on a nightly basis he has like this one game liability. and that too that too because their guards I, I don't know if they lost anyone but they don't have you know they I think they resigned they recently resigned everyone Burks everyone they kind of got Noels they signed everyone back but I don't understand the like these pieces they've added is it going to add a lot of value not really I think Kemba and Fournier are you know they're gonna come and add some scoring, great. But again, it's not gonna be this lethal team now. They're not gonna compete in the East now too. With you know this Heat team, love yeah. it. I, um, I don't know. Philly's still competitive. I don't know if Kemba and RJ Barrett work together because that's gonna be the starting backcourt most likely. That's a liability. I I just feel like Kemba is such a ball stopper and like a ball magnet. Like when he has a ball in his hands, nobody else is doing shit. Like they're just staring at him. And he's just like dribbling the air out of the ball. Dude, this is a Celtics minus Tatum and Brown, and you replace them yeah. with Randall. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you think you're gonna do better than that? Kemba, Kemba reminds me so much of Westbrook in the sense that I think Kemba is a good floor raiser, maybe one of the best in the league. But he's not conducive to winning, just like Russell Westbrook. You know what I mean? Like, he'll raise the floor of a team. He'll make you better at the end of the day on paper, but. In terms of fit, he he's like it's so hard to just plug him into like any type of a team, and make it work. Like he doesn't, 
like suit today's system well. Speaking of Russell Westbrook, I do want to get to the Lakers, and we're at the thirty minute mark, so let's get to the Lakers. <laughs> so man, just let's that, talk about that, that signing. What do y'all think? A lot of so mixed... well. Go ahead, man. Go. Ahead. I'm sorry. Go. Go ahead. Respect. We're gonna talk about the Lakers. Let's let's do it. I don't know, man. There's I don't no. Know what to there's think no. About this, none honestly. of our Lakers specialists are here. We can't talk about them. Uh, sorry, I was just uh, I'm on Zolo right now looking for just some land so they can uh, Lakers can build me a brick house. Oh, God, <laughs> here's the thing: on the fast break, they're gonna be amazing. That's 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 one thing I could say. But at the same time, oh, I mean, in 2013 on the fast break, they might have been amazing. You know what I mean? Maybe they, I don't know. What about do you now. mean? Russ can still run. Brock can still run. Like if they're healthy, like none of those healthy. players that they added. Like have a guarantee Whoa. to be healthy. Like on paper, this team looks so good, but when I think about it, you let's know say what? If, like, it looks like year, someone made a fantasy basketball team and was like, "Yo, this is sick." Like, I'm gonna take the biggest names. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do well. But oh, it didn't man. make no sense, bro. What they needed was shooters, and I get that they added like um, Wesley, uh, freaking what's the guy's name, man? What's the bro, guy's name? They didn't resign Alex Caruso, their best player. Yeah, yeah, they let him go to the Bulls. I don't get why. Apparently, the contract. That they offered was nowhere near the one Chicago offered, so he got disrespected. Made no sense. They they let go of Harold, who was a reigning sixth man, I guess, because he was not a rotation player. Kuzma, I understand, he's just trash. Um, yeah, <laughs> Kuzma's like, hype. I don't know. Kuzma's hype. He's going to the Wizards. He's hype. He's like, I'm free. I'm free. Bro, LeBron is the one who's free from this trash ass player. Anyways. You snap, bro. And L.A. <laughs> Kendrick Nunn's there, man. Don't worry, man. He's going to take over. Like, He's gonna... Yo, this guy's ring chasing in year three. Kendrick Nunn <laughs> signing to a two-year $10 million. <laughs> He's fucking whack. But, yo, they they have no shooters. You just got to cover the paint. And if you cover the paint, then what's AD doing? Listen, boys. See, listen. I, I am in... I'm, I hope this team does well so they can, you know get knocked down the playoffs somehow. I like I don't want them to tank. Like I don't want this to be like the was it the twenty eighteen Cavs or LeBron brought D Wade and I, I'm with you, Harshan. I would love them to be like the sixth in uh, the West and just keep getting shitty draft picks. Oh wait, they don't have any of their draft picks. So yeah. So yeah, I would love them to be sixth and just absolutely I'm I'm gonna be trash. straight with you. I got I gotta shout out my, my boy, my friend Morgan because he's a big Russ fan, so Listen, bro. I I believe in Russ in the book too. <laughs> I don't I, get how you, like I don't get this Russ thing though. Dude, like, I love Russ on his own. Team. Every year, this is what we say about Russ. This is his chance to either prove everybody wrong or prove everybody right. And every year, he fucking proves everybody right about who he really is. So I don't know how it's gonna be different. Just because is he is it because he's going home? So he's in LA now, and he's gonna like change his play style completely. I doubt that. It doesn't do yeah. anything for them. If they need know, just shooters, bro. Like okay, real okay. shooters. Okay, so let's let's role play here. Okay, Kush, you're LeBron. Harshan, you're Westbrook. I'm AD. <laughs> Who's trying to convince who that he should come to the Lakers? Is Westbrook trying to? Harshan, are you trying to convince us that you should come to the Lakers, or are we trying to convince you? Because like this fits nowhere. And is LeBron just like taking a nap and eating tacos? Like, what's the conversation happening here? Yeah, man, I, I didn't understand that. I, I'm, like, surprised LeBron wasn't able to fish some other player to join his team, like Dame or whoever was, you know, whoever else was, they like, DeMar. Tried. DeMar, I was surprised DeMar tried. didn't get the opportunity to play for LA. Like, I thought Because DeMar... they probably disrespected him. They're like, here, yeah. take 10 million, just like Kendrick Nunn. 
And he's like, mind, yeah. mind you, Russ's $44 million contract is like making this team crappier because they can't even sign anyone right now. I, I'm, so and I'm the crazy part Russ. about this is, the most craziest part about all this is that they probably didn't even get better. But just because of the names that signed on, now they have to win. So it added pressure and I don't feel like they actually got better. Yo, yeah. Lakers always have to win and every year they don't win. They're ass cheeks and I love it. Um, but now but, they can't. You know what? There's no complaint about the Nets anymore because they did this. That's why they did it. I feel like Rob Belinka is playing chess here. He's like, yo, y'all think you can hoard Blake Griffin, LaMarcus Aldridge, uh, DeAndre Jordan, and all these guys? Now watch what I do. And he did the exact same thing. He took a bunch of dads like Carmelo. Uh, he kept Marcus Gasol. He added Dwight back. You know what I mean? I'm, JaVale is on that team. I'm sorry, though, but Blake is better than uh, both Melo and Marcus Gasol at this age. Maybe, maybe, but for that particular team, they did need a sniper, and he's oh, okay and now that now that he was in Portland. I think he has like his ego has come down a little bit, and he's okay with just being that catch just you know that spot up shooter. Oh, yeah. and that's what they need, bro. Guys, guys, that, they need Ben Mecklemore, the who they added I think Patty kept. Mills as well. Just oh yeah, that's a big truck. signing. So like, that's what are the Lakers signing. trying to do? Everyone, See dick is bigger so than the Nets. My, so my question to you guys is: This Nets team, Patty Mills, Blake Griffin, the big three. You know, DJ, um, Joe Harris. Are they still the favorites? Yeah, they're still the favorites, bro. I'm just asking. Some, some people they're still the favorites. Yeah. Still I, favorites. I think as if they're healthy, they're still the favorites. But that's the biggest question mark. I don't think either team is going to be healthy. I don't yeah. think the Lakers are going to be healthy. For I sure. honestly, boys, I honestly want one of these young teams like the Bucks. You know, the Mavs. no, we already got that, and the finals was fucking no. trash. Oh, I'm not trying to see amazing. that. What do you mean? Chill. Why Those you last couple so games much, were intense, bro. bro. I don't even remember. This half man just wanted Paul like... George in the fucking finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're still mad at Paul George. Stuff. The Clippers if Paul are the George, best feel good story. If of it the was the Clippers playoffs. and Bucks, you would have been, you would have been irate. Like, yo, the finals was amazing. Yo, the, yeah, the, of course. The, the ratings were. You don't off, want to see Reggie Jackson bombing threes on your head top? <laughs> I'd rather see that this than a hook shot from Giannis that just luckily hating. goes in every time. This is what I want to see. I want these young teams. To completely eradicate these super teams, I'm getting pissed. That off. will never happen unless they're injured. Just like well, how that's, they how, that's how the Suns be. got to if the finals. You've seen 80s health. And that's how 80s, the Bucks got to the finals. 80s health is not even there anymore. I think he's. This is 80s health happen. never been there. Yeah, and and he got so lucky the year they won. They were super healthy that year, so they won. And this is what's, most likely we're gonna see next season that even the Nets they're gonna have injury issues. Um, you know, there's only these guys are in their 30s. All these guys are in their 30s and they're playing this, this the game now. But, but Harshan, here's my thing: the Nets they only need two because you have one man named KD. If he's healthy, with what the squad they have, and you have one other, just taking how far they took the Bucks with the broken James Harden. Okay. Yeah. That's what. So that's why I would bet on Nets. But the Lakers, Westbrook is not nowhere near those guys. Right. What? So like I'm, I'm sorry. Hurt, yeah, and I'm sorry apart. to say Westbrook is he's a bit of a deficit sometimes. So yeah, you're right. He, he it's not gonna look pretty sometimes. So I'm excited to see them play together. But are they a super team now, or were they always a super team like the Lakers? <laughs> what defines a super team? What defines a super? I don't know. Team? I actually don't know. Like that's what I'm asking. What I defines a super team in 2021? Like what are we looking at? Is the Heat a super like team now? Top- you got no. I think three, three or 10. more superstars together on a superstars? Team, a super team to me. Two or more, I would say three two more. of the top ten. Three or more, three or more. I gotta Why say three? two. I, I think to two. two it's two only for certain. Like if LeBron is one of the two, then yeah, two. That's but, why I said top ten. 
If you have two top ten players. Yeah, two top ten sounds right. Uh yeah, okay. That's AD fair. and LeBron are top t- in the top ten. Harden and uh KD Ky- are in the top KD, ten. Yeah. Kyrie's and not Kyrie's argue Kyrie's arguably a top twenty player, so Yeah. And Russell. So there's is only like two super like teams 500. in the league right now. Westbrook is no longer a top twenty player, I'm sorry. He, I said he's top five hundred. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's hard to argue if he's top twenty. He's a top twenty talent, but as a basketball player, like the IQ's just not there. Like unless LeBron like maybe put some sense into him and like. But what my like, I'm just I'm just sitting here thinking play. how this this flow is gonna work when Braun and Russ are on the floor. I don't think they're they play, play them very together. similar games. Like they're just gonna start together. Yeah, they play. Yo, the the recipe for the Lakers is simple. You have LeBron, you have AD, you surround those two superstars with shooters, and then you have two big men that just rim run, like Dwight or well, like they, Javale. They did that That's exactly when they won they that game. I think we're making it yeah. more complicated than it needs to be. You know what's gonna happen? Because they're worried about the Nets. That's why. Yeah. AD and LeBron are gonna rest the whole season. They're gonna be like Westbrook. Here's the keys. Just get us to like the sixth seed at worst, and then once we're in the playoffs. You sit your ass down, LeBron and AD's team. I think that's legit what's going to happen. And that's the only reason they got Russ. Because we've seen Russ carry like a no-name OKC team to the playoffs. And time and time again, he plays great during the regular season. So I think this is just a move to rest them. This, that's the only logic I can put to this is just have Le- LeBron and AD rest throughout the whole season. Let Russ book do the season. And then in the playoffs, say he's hurt. And let LeBron and AD take over. Well, my thing is, like, I think that's kind of a recipe for disaster because that's more or less what both the Nets and Lakers did when these guys had minor injuries. They didn't have some crazy injuries. They had some minor injuries. I think they overrested these players. And then when it came playoff time, they didn't have the reps to play games anymore. Like, they didn't have the capacity to do it. So, rest is great. But I think that, you know, without the ability to play, you know, at least 70 games in the season, you're going to see some fallout on some of these, especially if you have older guys. Like, how are they supposed to, you know, just turn their engines? LeBron just can't turn his engines on like he used to. Like, he can't just, like, come running on the court full steam. You saw that when Jay Crowder locked him down somehow, like, this last playoff. So, like, I'm, I'm a little worried about, you know, what the Lakers' game plan is. Like, Don't forget Dennis Schroeder is still on the Lakers. <laughs> where's he gonna fit into all this the man that was asking for 100 million oh man our boy dennis yet, right or did he that guy's down bad huh he still didn't sign i think no he didn't no nope. he didn't sign anything so i don't know what the hell is gonna happen with him i that might be a sign and trade thing too with the lakers so i i don't know, Low I don't know he's gonna, gonna sign happen. with the nets for like five million just to just that'd be jokes lakers. That'd be jokes. Or the Clippers? I don't know, something like this that. This guy said the Clippers, bro. The Clippers are not Clippers even in any talks st- right now, bro. And I don't know what the Clippers... We'll they, see. We'll the Clippers see. make a single move this this offseason nah. yet? They haven't had to, bro. Don't worry. They have to sign Reggie <laughs> Jackson. They just need a right? Kawhi healthy. They, yeah, you know what? I I really like Reggie Jackson. If they don't resign, of course, I'm going to yell at you. But bro, like, can they resign they him, too. though? If they sign Kawhi to like a super max... Kawhi's gonna get the supermax. I think he's gonna get. I the think force. they can. Yeah, Kawhi's gonna get a supermax for sure. Um, Kawhi's acting a little shady. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> you have trust issues, bro, because he left the Raptors. <laughs> yeah, he's like super quiet trust. about his business. He's not communicative. Like it's weird. Even though, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not obviously I'm not following the process as much. But there's no news from his camp. We don't ever hear about what he wants from the team. I feel like the teams are probably frustrated, like the Clippers. Of dealing with all that shit. It's probably just like how we felt. Because we were 
like sort of out of the loop nah, with what he really we, wanted. We he blindsided living. us. Let's be honest. During the parade, everybody got their hopes up because because his uncle was like five more years, five more years, and then he put his hands Yo, up. I don't and believe like anything years. uncle says, but you knew deep down that he was. He you was had a f- everyone had a gut feeling Bro, that he wasn't going to resign. Everyone just like hopeful, like maybe he yeah. will, maybe he will like switch, change his mind last and, like, second or something. To be fair, we didn't give up the entire uh, like you know next five years for us to get Kawhi. Yeah, I'd rather us where we are now than us have kept Kawhi, and yeah. Really, you so yeah. you're okay with where the Raptors are going, instead yeah, of yeah. keeping Kawhi at the time. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think the way the NBA landscape went, if Kawhi had resigned, I don't think we would have repeated just because of all the player movement. Because KD and Harden and Kyrie still would have teamed up. The Bucks would have still got Drew Holiday, and. And uh, Middleton would have like progressed to be the player that he is. But they would I have still think we're better than Philly, though. Sure, but it would have been much tougher, along with the fact that the Lakers and the Denver Nuggets, and there were so many potential teams in in the West that could have given them a headache. I, like I don't know, man. I, I, I got to disagree on that one. I I feel like we should have ran it back. You have like the momentum, and even that squad after we ran it back, they they went deep. And the bubble, right? We could have run it back. We could have run it back. I agree, but like, I mean, maybe three, four years down, like now, thinking back to twenty nineteen, like we got the fourth overall pick, and this guy might be really nasty too, and as well. Like we have a chance to fully rebuild. If Kawhi had, let's say, signed a two year deal, we'd be left hanging again now, knowing like this guy hasn't even signed with the Clippers, the team that he left a championship team for. So I get it. I like, get it. It's like know? stress. Yeah, it's stress and like he's he's a very high maintenance type of dude. Like you got to keep him happy at all times, or he'll cut, and that's annoying. I'd rather have players that you know, players like Lowry or like Freddie or like you know uh, OG. Like these guys are loyal to the team as long as the team is loyal to them. So it's just like yeah, you know he's he's kind of a pain in the ass to deal with. As good as of a player he is, I guess he's afforded that liberty, but still, it's kind of a pain in Push, the ass. It's okay, baby. So, we're gonna we're gonna get you a nice super max with Kawhi. It's gonna be a great Yo, year for the I'm Clippers. Just, Paul George is gonna average yeah. thirty points per game, and Serge Ibaka will be back. <laughs> MVP talks. Serge Ibaka will be back. Ibaka will be back. Reggie will be back. Good season for Clippers. Are top four seed. Clay is gonna be back. Yo, I think oh, the Warriors yeah. are gonna compete next year, bro. They're good. They're gonna jump. I'm excited for Clay to be back. The yeah, league's different. Fun, bro. I just want that Raptors trade to go down. The projected Siakam with the Warriors trade, like. If that happens, yeah. yo, it could happen mid-season. I feel like he just needs to be healthy. I think teams are a little bit worried about his injury, and yeah. that's why they haven't taken yeah, the chance. But I think it's injury, man. He kind of dropped off too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely dropped off. On top of that, like he had a not a not the best season, and then he got injured at the end. So I think teams are a little bit hesitant. They need to see him play, and maybe at trade deadline next year. He might be out. Like depending on where the Raptors are, if they're out of the playoffs, no, no hope. I think he's gone. I think we're getting picks back, <laughs> and we're rebuilding. Like I really think that's what's gonna happen. Cause uh, it's okay, let's we're, see. Yeah. I mean, like we're already we're a young squad. The freaking we're trade a, deadline. Yeah, we're a young squad. It's okay if we rebuild. I don't mind. Like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't mind it. I don't mind as as long as you know we build some quality players up. Like it's it it is what it is. And um, yeah. Yeah, boys, it's uh, it's gonna be a fun year. Only uh, boys, we're two months away from the NBA season. We we didn't. What? Even, That's fucked. <laughs> we didn't even cover the entire free agency, and like, damn, there's there's a lot of shakeup 
in a year that we thought a lot of big names weren't moving. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Next year is going to be crazy. I hope everybody's healthy. That's the main thing. Like, I hope all the teams are healthy and we we get a proper playoffs. I like, just want Luca to get a, a, better, a better second star. We, yeah. got, we got a Paul George fan out here and Luca fan out here. Jeez. Like Yo, speaking boat. of Paul George, you know Cade Cunningham sounds exactly like Paul George. I don't know if you guys know oh his name. Yo, push stop. Like, push stop. Push stop. Don't need no, I push. swear. This, that might, might be a little creepy for me push, to say, but he does sound like him. That's too much, I, I'm officially a Jalen Green fan, so. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Yeah. It's for the sure. year of the Jalen's. All right, boys. We're at the 15-minute mark, and we were supposed to stop at 30, so I'm just going to cut it off here. Otherwise, we'll probably keep going. Uh, this was a good episode. We talked about a lot of shit. Um, yeah, so we're going to put this out ASAP, probably by this weekend. Let the fans react and then go back to I'd it. like to apologize for Kush's Paul George, Paul George's obsession. That's Yeah, we'll probably cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, peace. And cut. <laughs>